Welcome to Inflection Point Moment. I'm Jeff Heyer-Jones. And I'm Rhonda Peterson. We're here today to talk tips, tricks, and resources for growth-oriented small business owners. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone. Today, when we're talking about the power of celebration, I'm celebrating the fact that I'm actually here and able to live stream with you. I apologize for the fact that I'm late. Jeff should be getting on any moment now. Um, it's been an interesting morning as far as technology is concerned. You might notice that the background where I am is very different than what you usually see when I'm on a live stream. And the lighting is really, um, well, let's just call it not ideal. That's because <clears throat> about an hour and a half ago, the electricity went out at my house, which means that not only do I not have any electricity, but I don't have my internet service. So fortunately, my daughter lives close by. So right now, um, the grand dog and I are spending a little quality time together in the family room, doing the live stream and celebrating. And um, the grand dog has learned that the um, bells ring on the front door. And so he's having fun with that. Hopefully you can't hear that. So enough about me right now. If you are here with me and hopefully Jeff here anytime soon, um, please let me know you're with us by just checking in in the um, typing into the comment section that you're here, what your name is, where you're from, and um, something that you're celebrating right now, because all of us have something that we can celebrate. That's for sure. And celebration is a very important thing in our lives. So wanted to talk to you a little bit about the power of celebration why that's a we need to be very aware of oh i'm going to celebrate right now because jeff is joining me yay hey rhonda how are you good how are you i am doing well thank you i have a lovely new background i have a companion today because the grand dog is here so yeah it's an interesting day and you have apparently have people around you. <laughs> yes. Give me just a second. Sure. Absolutely. Well, um, as we got, as we get started today, please let me know if you're here. And if you are watching this later, um, we do watch the comments and we'll respond to any questions or comments that you have. So um, type in, let us know you're watching, let us know what you think of what we're talking about. And if there's anything that you want to, um, have us cover in the inflection point moment. But one of the things I wanted to start off with is what the definition is of celebration. And I am sorry, looking for that in my um, on my other computer screen here because um, I'm not in my usual case. So things are a little discombobulated. But the definition of Celebration is honoring an event or occasion. That can look a whole lot of different ways. That's for sure. So, Jeff, thanks for getting back with us here. And um, let's talk a little bit about 
celebrating, why we celebrate, some different ways we can celebrate, and why that's important to us. Because it is important. And, you know, nose to the grindstone is really important. There are times when you just got to get the work done, and that's really important to do. However, if we continue to just grind and grind and grind and grind and grind, even if, it, even if we're doing something that we enjoy and we never take a moment to take a breath, we're really not doing ourselves any favors. And eventually we will burn out. I said yesterday in a conversation that I was having, you can't pour from an empty cup and without any time to stop, reflect, celebrate, your cup will be empty eventually. Yeah. So it's a great, a great thing. It's, it also reminds me of the whole, you know, airport, um, airplane, you know, the oxygen mask, put yours on or others around you. Same, Mm -hmm. same type of thing. And I think that, you know, it's so easy to get hung up on as a business owner, not celebrating the wins, or you're looking to celebrate only the big wins, you know, the, the grand slams and the home runs, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of small celebrations that often we, we, we pass over or we don't consider uh, doing. And I That's think so it's true. a great topic, especially this time of the year, you know, to talk about just the power of taking this time to celebrate things. Very true. Very true. And, um, you know, we're talking about habits and habits like gratitude and consistency. Well, celebration is another habit to get into because there are so many benefits of it. And your comment about, you know, only celebrate the big wins. Well, that can definitely be something that we um, maybe we develop that habit first. But if we think about finding and celebrating the small wins along the way to the big win, we have much more momentum and motivation to keep going to get to that big win. So if we've got a big project, we're, um, we're opening a new location of our retail organization. I don't know. I'm making this up as we go along. Ought to be interesting. Um, but if we're opening a new location, that requires many, many, many smaller projects along the way to that big project of opening that retail location. And there are going to be times along the way in that, because there's more messy middle in that whole thing than you can even imagine. But it's going to be really hard to stay focused, to maintain the momentum and keep your eye on the prize of what's coming. Well, what if you celebrate some small wins along the way. I mean, you don't have to celebrate every single day, but if you have some projects within the project, I don't know why I'm telling the process and system person about projects within the project, but we, we, we finally get the, um, we finally get the ability because the plans are all approved and we can actually break ground. That is a day to celebrate. That it is. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, on our house remodel and addition, the day, the first day they came was absolutely momentous and so exciting because 
after all those months of trying to push forward, push forward, push forward to just get all the ducks in a row to get started. I had no idea what it was going to be like in the middle of that whole thing, but to just get started was so exciting. And you had to celebrate those kinds of things. You yeah. do. And, and oftentimes it's looking at those. And, you know, the other thing that I, I think about the power of celebration is, you know, and this is going to sound kind of cliche, but celebrating failures. Mm, good point. You know, Say more about that. And I think, you know, to me, it's celebrating those in terms of you might have tried something new, different, went out on a limb, maybe things didn't work out, or, you know, celebrating even that you had enough uh, wisdom and knowledge to call something quits before it really cost you a lot, you know, and I think that that's also a sense of, of growing as a, as a business owner that often, you know, we, we look at those celebrations, you look at things on, on LinkedIn and, you know, these platforms, everyone celebrates new jobs, you know, how great I am at this or that, but so infrequently do we see people celebrating kind of, the failure side of things that oftentimes I think gives us even more learnings than the things that go well. And let's face it, you know, everyone, everyone has those, whether we want to admit to them or not. Really? Um, I've seen very few people admit to those on any type of social platform. You know, typically those social platforms are how great, you know, everything is all the time and, you know, it's rainbows and unicorns. The business owner, which is, we all know is not the reality. It's, it can be ugly at times and messy. Yeah. yeah. That those absolutely. It's always messy. It can definitely be ugly at times and being able to sell to find things to celebrate. I mean, I'm not saying being Pollyanna, but I loved how you said in that failure, there was learning because out of that learning, you can move forward and figure out, okay, um, I'm not going to throw good money after bad here because that's just not smart. And I'm not going to keep throwing money at this because I have sunk costs in it. If there's something that's just not working out instead, I'm going to say, what did I learn from this? And one of my favorite questions that I'd never anticipated we were going to have this conversation and bring this one into it, but what does this make possible? So, and you know, you're, we're talking about this big project where somebody's opening a new retail um, store of some sort. Maybe it's a donut shop. Who the heck knows? Um, but there are going to be things along the way when things don't go as you planned. You find out the way you plan to put the electrical in is not going to work or the Plumbing is not going to work the way you thought it was going to. Well, what does this make possible that we think can change? So, yeah, those failures are learnings that we need to be celebrating those, too. Boy, that just sounds just crazy to think about, but it's really it true. Does. And it doesn't have to be like, okay, everybody, let's get balloons and have cake. And, you know, and Friday afternoon, we're going to have, you know, we're going to go out and have a few beers. It doesn't have to be that kind of a celebration. It can be a small celebration where you talk to your team about, hey, you know what? What did we learn from this? Let's celebrate the fact that we're learning. And now we know moving forward in our project that we need to do some things a little differently, but at least we know that. 
Yeah. And that's, you know, I think acknowledging those and stopping to do it is, is so important because it's easy to, to not see those moments when you're in the middle of them. Um, and sometimes True. when things are going well, those small things become difficult to see or when things are not going well to see, you know, and this goes back to our whole gratitude discussion from a few, a few weeks ago, right? Being able to see and pick up on those small things that you're grateful for and sometimes mm-hmm. You know, in the thick of that storm, there's a lot more good around than what we can see when we're in the middle of something. Yeah, that that's so very true. So I want to kind of build on what you just said about that, because it's not just gratitude for what's going on in the middle of the storm, but the people who are with you in the middle of the storm or the success either way. But your team and what they're doing, their contributions, their really hard work that's going on to move this project forward, to build the business with you, you need to be celebrating your people. That's just a critical piece of the puzzle to make sure that you're noticing and acknowledging, we were talking about that with the whole gratitude concept also, to be thankful and to say thank you to people it's not just saying thank you. It's recognizing what they're doing and celebrating what they bring to the table that makes your team more effective and able to accomplish your goals. Move the project forward. Yeah. And I think the other thing with that, you know, when I when I think about that is, you know, so often people talk about this around Thanksgiving, around the holidays, but it's making this a practice that's that's year round. And it's so not, true. you know, this season is where it tends to come, come out, um, often where it's discussed a lot more, but I think making it a regular thing that's just embedded into what you do as a leader makes a, a significantly, uh, you know, significant difference. That, that puts an, an idea in my head. You know, Jeff, if you say something to me, some crazy idea is going to come up. I think it would be really interesting to like, check in on that in May or June of next year. See, so, so folks, how are you doing at celebrating? Remember when we talked about celebrating back in December? Well, it's almost like, like the Christmas in July thing, except I just said May or June, but nonetheless. But to, you know, in the, like at the six month mark, just say, what you been celebrating? Tell us about that. So speaking of which, um, if you, if anybody has any thoughts on things that they have celebrated, some experiences they've had with celebrating, we'd love to hear about it in the chat. And um, if you're not here with us right now and you're watching the video later, please put it in the, in the comments. And, um, we would love to hear about that. Um, so we're having a couple of technical difficulties. Not only do I not have internet at home, but apparently Jeff's internet is kind of going in and out. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to just keep going because Jeff, we can still see you even though every once in a while you go blurry on us. You're not pixelated. You're just slightly blurry. So. Oh, good. Well, that, I mean, that's why I sent you that 
that message because all of a sudden I, your stuff was getting garbled and it was like I'm 10 out of 10, but the platform's telling me I have connectivity issues and it's trying to reconnect me. So I'm glad that I'm, I'm still with you and you're not noticing it as, uh, as noticeable as it is on my end. So that's, that's something to be grateful for. Yeah. Um, so the third um, point about celebrating that I really wanted to bring up today is the idea that there are emotional benefits to celebration. Who who to thunk? I mean, those of us who are, you know, happy people, seven on the Enneagram, the joyful one, blah, blah, blah. We're always looking for a celebration, sometimes as an excuse. But um, there are really emotional benefits to celebration. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, I got this from a an article on Michael Hyatt's website on the science. This article is titled The Science of Celebration. And these are several things that celebration can do for you. Number one, it reduces stress. Oh, really? How amazing is that? I think Number everyone two, can use some of that in their, in, in their life. Yeah, isn't that the truth? And what's really fun, as long as... Okay, so I'm going to be like talking on both sides of my mouth on this one. So it reduces stress as long as you don't get carried away and get so stressed about what the celebration is going to be that, you know, you increase your stress. So like just chill on what you're celebrating. You know, you don't have to do every single thing. It's like um, everything in moderation. Red wine's really good for your heart in moderation. <laughs> Yes, it is. In other words, Very don't efficient. drink the whole bottle this holiday season. I'm sorry, say that again? In other words, don't drink the whole holiday, you know, during the holiday, the whole bottle by yourself. No, that would Probably be wrong. No, do not do that. That is the Jeff and Rhonda suggestion. Do not do not drink the whole bottle by yourself. It's not suggested. Okay. Um, Celebration releases neurotransmitters that build happiness and contribute to social bonding. So why would you not want to be part of a celebration? Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I got to get out the door one more time to go to this party. But when you get there and you connect to the people that you care about, or, or um, I was at a celebration uh, chamber celebration um, about two weeks ago. And I didn't know anybody at the table I was sitting at. I I know, Jeff, that you're like, Rhonda, that has never bothered you in your lifetime. Um, but actually, you know, sometimes I do like to know at least one person at the table. <coughs> Excuse me. But I had the most amazing time. I met some people that don't live very far from me, that know some of my neighbors. And we were, you know, comparing notes and telling stories about how we knew the people and they were just great folks. And I'm really thrilled that I had the opportunity to go to this celebration and meet these amazing people. Talk about building happiness and social bonding because we just had a great time connecting and it did release neurotransmitters that, you know, the dopamine and serotonin, those were definitely in high supply that night. Laughter, engagement, you know, comparing notes on, well, that um, there was an emerald necklace that was being given away. And 
not everybody at the table had a, <clears throat> excuse me, had a ticket for it, but it was a big deal with those who did have a ticket for it. And everybody was vicariously living through the people at the table who did have a ticket. So those kinds of things, that's celebrating. It's fun to be able to do those things. So um, it strengthens teams and loyalty. If you have that experience together of celebrating something that you've accomplished, whether it's the small goal within the bigger goal or whether it's the completion of the whole goal, you will remember that. That is, that is something that builds connections between people. And it's really important that as leaders, we remember that and build that in. Be intentional about making sure that we're finding those things to celebrate. Um, during the time when we, um, when Ashley and I, my assistant, was sharing with me an experience from her former life as a marketing person for a big, um, for a big organization. I can't tell you exactly what it was, so we're just going to call it a big organization. But they um, would do these massive conferences. I know, Jeff, that in your days when you were in corporate, you went to some big, massive conferences and there were people within the organization who planned all these things. And that, you talk about a massive undertaking because those kinds of conferences, when you've got 200 or 500 or 2000 people, you can't just snap your fingers and make that happen. It takes a year, sometimes years to plan those things. And Ashley was in a role where she was doing them every quarter. Oh my goodness, God bless that one. Anyway, when they got done, their boss would have a spa day for the people who were the ones who did it. They had a lovely dinner for the larger organization. And then they did a family movie day. They rented out a theater for the families of all these people that put this together. They had three different levels of celebration for this. It is so impressive how they did that. And it kept them motivated to keep moving forward. It also kept them connected as a team because they were loyal to each other and loyal to the process. They knew what everybody was doing and how they were going to make it happen together. God knows one person could not have done that. That's completely unlikely. And all of us, have things where we cannot do it all ourselves if we really want to be honest about the whole thing. And then the second thing is it improves productivity. Based on the story I just told you about Ashley and the team she was on and what they pulled off on a quarterly basis, obviously, celebration was part of them staying plugged in and ready to move forward after the last quarterly meeting was over with you know, it's quarterly meeting, celebration, dig in to get the next one moving forward and get that one happening. Then meeting, then celebration. And it was a rhythm that they had that celebration was a key part of it. So I'm, I'm kind of on my soapbox from that standpoint. But those are really important benefits. Um, reducing stress. Um, releasing neurotransmitters to build 
happiness and contribute to social bonding, um, strengthening your team and your loyalty and improving productivity. What's not to like about that list? And a little celebration can do that just as much as a massive celebration can. And sometimes those little celebrations, they can go a long way on on a team and all True. the things we talked about. I mean, I think back to some of the best teams that I've been on and we had times that we had celebrated even the small things, you know, that that were going on either professionally and personally within members of the team and, mm-hmm. and being connected in that in that way was super beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I remember hearing some stories about birthday celebrations in the office that somebody might have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would at times celebrate um, in a fun way with, uh, you know, whether it was helium filled balloons filling an office, ping pong balls from a ceiling. Um, you know, I've been known a time or two to get um, packing peanuts. You know, you can buy those in bulk, uh, like six foot tall bags, three. Well, feet. maybe you can, maybe you could. I don't know if you can anymore. That would not be very environmentally friendly. I'm just saying. Well, anyway. I still have a huge bag of them in my in my uh, basement from several nope, years ago. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. So it is. Uh, yeah, there are you know fun ways. I've been on teams where we we've done things like that in in the past. Or have you ever tinfoiled someone's desk where you wrap everything individually in tinfoil? Um, That's that. hilarious. I've never heard that one. Yeah, I've, I'll have to dig up some of the, the pictures and share them with you next time we get together, if I still have them. Um, but yeah, we did the tinfoil. I've done wrapping people's uh, everything in saran wrap, uh, oh which my is gosh. including chairs and you know, <laughs> everything. And chairs gift wrap, but never saran wrap. <laughs> and it's fun because you can put your two fingers in the, the tube and just spin the chair really fast and just hold it and it kind of self-wraps. You know, 250 feet of saran wrap goes a long way on a chair. This is really hard for me to picture that you would have done that. <laughs> I don't I don't buy that for a minute. Not at all. <laughs> Not a minute. Yeah, nope. I did. Um, one time someone was on vacation and kind of celebrating them coming back. I bought all these packing peanuts and filled up their, their desk with it. Um, and I hid the big bag that they all came in. So long story short, you know, paybacks, what goes around comes around. Um, my wife was a co-conspirator when my coworkers called her and asked for an extra set of keys to my car. <laughs> uh, you said packing peanuts to fill up the trunk. And um, I didn't put my bag in the trunk when I left work the day that they had done it because I was was going straight home. So there's no reason to to get into the trunk. And that weekend, my wife, we were going to a football game, kept telling me we need to pack this stuff and this stuff. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, we put it in the trunk. And I couldn't figure out why. Um, And it was because they put all of these things in the trunk and buried the bag in the back of the seat. So I had to dig through a whole trunk full of packing peanuts to get to the bag that they went back in. Um, And yeah, they're still in my basement. So they might they might reappear in said friend's house at some point. I'm laying in wait, you know, 15 plus years to, to use them again. Something like that. It's been a while. That's hilarious. Well, um, 
when we originally thought about the concept of celebration, we weren't thinking about practical jokes. What a practical joke is a celebration. It is a celebration of friendship. It's yes. A well, I don't know how much they would feel it was a, was a friendship when they came in and their chair was saran wrap, but that's beside the point. Um, it's a celebration of friendship. It's a celebration of, hey, you know what? I missed you. I want to make sure that you know that I acknowledge you weren't here. Um, well, oh. Yeah. Hope you missed me too. Because I know you'll miss me now. Okay, maybe not. So, yeah, it's celebration is really an important thing and it's important for us to remember it not only during times when everybody's thinking about celebration you're during the holiday time frame everybody's thinking about celebration i mean you can't well maybe you can see it yeah you can kind of see the christmas tree yeah so yeah and there's you know like the the stockings are on the they don't put their stockings on the mantle. They put their stockings on the stairway. Don't ask me. I I mean, I'm just her mom. What can I say? Um, <laughs> she would love me for saying that. Um, but when we celebrate, there are benefits for us and for those around us. So it's really important for us as leaders to remember and to be intentional about celebrating. It's a habit to develop and um, build up those around us. So together we can celebrate things. Yeah. It's a, uh, this is a, such a great topic and so timely this time of the year. And it fits in with the, the other topics that we've been talking about this month. But, you know, it's, it's a great time to, if you're not doing these things, to do it and start yeah. to create habit that this becomes a natural part of just doing these things on an ongoing annual basis. Yep. So after talking about celebration and um, finding ways to celebrate, finding um, opportunities big and small to celebrate, next week, we're going to talk about the habit of rest. We are going to just flip it completely over and Jeff, you weren't here because you were definitely not resting during the time period when um, you were on your birthday celebration trip. But my friend Teresa McCloy talks about living from rest, not rush. So next week, we're going to talk about the habit of rest. It's going to be an interesting one. And that'll be our last one for 2022. Can you believe that? Oh my I know. God. Hard to believe we're almost... And, and I'm looking forward to this next one because according to my watch today, I have not gotten very, uh, I've not been very restful the last few days and I need to take it easy is what it told me this morning. <laughs> you need to learn how to breathe deeply. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So next week will be super beneficial, but I, I can't believe that we're almost, you know, that we're to the end of, I'll call it season one of inflection point moments. That's a really good way to phrase it. Yeah. Already, because we started this, I believe it was in February of this well, we, year. We tried to start it in February. It was actually, I think, March before we actually finally got a live stream to work. But we were persistent and we made it happen. Dang it. Well, I'm taking the credit all the way back to when we initially started and celebrating the fact that we had all these 
um, technology learnings where we thought that things were hooked up correct and they weren't, or we, we went on and did this and then realized that no one ever saw it because it never actually connected to, to LinkedIn and other platforms. But here we are, you know, almost a, a year out, and I am looking forward to that, that discussion uh, that we'll have next week. And then we come back in 2023. We have new things on the horizon, which we might give some little hints of next week when we're talking about rest. So, Jeff, it's been awesome. Have a great week. Find things to celebrate and uh, work on that resting thing. Listen to your wife. Yeah. Well. Okay. Have a great. Have a great one. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you want more resources similar to this, follow our LinkedIn company page. Just search for Inflection Point Hub on LinkedIn and follow us there.